Welcome to the Customer Connection Podcast, where we look at leading practices, lessons learned, tools, techniques, and procedures designed to guide and help you with the implementation and adoption of the ServiceNow platform. Led by customer experience expert and director of customer workflows, Jerry Campbell. Co-hosted by portfolio managers, Gareth Millwood and Nick DeBaca. We're building customer connections. Good morning, good afternoon, good day, wherever you are. Thanks for listening to the Customer Connections, where we help you get your ServiceNow projects going in the right direction fast. I am Jerry Campbell, Director of Customer Industry Workflows, Leading Practices, along with Portfolio Manager Roz Harpia and Gareth Millwood. Hey, Gareth. Hey, Roz. How are you doing today? I'm good. Thanks, Jerry. Good. Awesome. They will be my co-host today. And today's guest... We have Nicholas Lee. Hey, uh, Nicholas, welcome to the show. Yeah, thanks, Jerry. Yeah, glad to be here and uh, looking forward to discussing uh, field service management. Awesome. Can you tell us a little bit about your role at Fujitsu? Yes, uh, Fujitsu. So we, I've been at Fujitsu for uh, 16 years. Uh, I'm actually the senior director for AI and quantum. So you might wonder how that aligns with, uh, with field service many, many years ago. I actually started the field service business in North America and ran that for about five years. Um, and so I've come full circle and I'll talk today about FlexForce, which essentially is bringing you know, next generation compute uh, to the field. Awesome, sir. Hey, before we get started, Nicholas, we got a couple of rules of engagement and we just want to make sure that we help our customers here and our listeners here at uh, Customer Connection understand the language we're putting out. We, so we speak in simple terms. This is called our rules of engagement. And most of our listeners know this as if you say an acronym or some lingo that is not common language, then uh, we will give you a little kind of fine and throw it into what we call our jargon jar donations. Are you good with that? Absolutely. Awesome, sir. So let's get this thing started with a couple of, you know, just icebreaker questions. If you could be a guest star on a television show, what show would it be and who would you play in that show? I don't watch a lot of TV shows, but I think if I had to be on a show, I'd probably want to be on a game show. Uh, so I'm very you know, competitive. I probably want to be on something like The Price is Right. So you know, that's something I've always gravitated towards is kind of that uh, competition and, and trying to win different prizes and things of that nature. Awesome. So you wouldn't be like Drew Carey hosting the show. You'd be on there wanting to spin the wheel. I think I'd rather win than uh, than be the host. But, uh. That's awesome. Hey, if you could instantly learn any skill today, what would it be? You know, I think I, I'd like to be a clinician, you know, in the healthcare practice. I've always really wanted to, to understand, you know, how to provide, you know, medical treatment. I'm fascinated by, um, you know, practicing medicine and I'd love to if I could go back and, and learn any skill, it would definitely be, you know, in the clinician domain. Yeah, that's that's certainly admirable and much needed in this today's environment. So let's go back to the competitive spirit in you. Uh, if you were an Olympic athlete, what would be your sport? Swimming. And, you know, I'm not, I've never been a big swimmer or anything like that, but I really enjoy kind of the competitive nature of that. You know, you have you know, 10 different athletes competing at once. And, uh, you know, during the Olympics, it's one of those sports that I really, you know, get into. Uh, so it's not maybe something that, 
maybe would first come to mind for, for other people that know me. But uh, for me, I think the competitive nature of swimming is, is, uh, is super compelling. Awesome. And then finally, sir, what makes you passionate and gets you motivated? Yeah. You know, in the past, it's been, um, you know, fear of failure, really. I mean, it's, um, you know, always looking behind and, and making sure that I'm doing the right things to be successful. So, you know, I've always strove not to fail, right? And and I think failure is something that as part of innovation is, is super important because, you know, we learn the most when we fail. Uh, but I've always been motivated by, you know, trying to stay ahead of any sort of failure and, and using that to kind of drive my motivation and day-to-day work. Yeah, that's awesome. That's an awesome answer. I think uh, as most of us in our careers, we start to grow, we get fear of failure, right? It's, even as we keep succeeding, we want to fight that fear and stop uh, fear of failure and keep moving up. So let's jump right into this, right? And you started talking about Fitzjitsu. So let's tell us about the Fitzjitsu Field Service Management Optimization Offering. And what is this offering about? Uh, let me first start with, uh, we're seeing some major shifts that are happening in the broader field service market. You know, one is obviously COVID-19 has been a significant impact. Uh, where we're now seeing, you know, enormous amount of uh, workers and customers that are in a distributed fashion. And so they're expecting digital types of experiences um, at the edge. You know, we also have things going on at the macro level, like, you know, increased labor costs, uh, increased customer expectations, and then put that compounded with, we really have a lack of skilled labor that's entering this workforce. I think the approximate number is like 3 million jobs we're going to have that will be vacant by 2028 where we need that skilled labor. So there's a tremendous macro impact that's happening uh, in terms of field service in general. And Fujitsu's Flexforce optimization ultimately, uh, and I'll talk about that in a little bit, but it was developed out of our own necessity to solve field service challenges. And so it, we, we are an, uh, a field service management, so FSM uh, customer, and ultimately Fujitsu Flexforce optimization helps us take that to the next level by using some next generation computing power. And uh, I won't go into what quantum computing is or quantum inspired, but it's a next generation of computing platform that's now been brought you know, to the now platform. And this dynamically addresses things like business objectives and makes very complex decisions very simple. And ultimately with this technology, with Flexforce on the field service management, component, we're optimizing schedules and routes for uh, the business. And that, that can help us meet business objectives like minimizing SLA breaches uh, or creating happier experiences you know, for the end customer. And you can use with this advanced compute, you can use more real-time data, you know, such as traffic or you know, weather conditions. And you're making decisions based on almost near real-time data versus you know, using historical data to really train what good looks like. So Flexforce is a, an add-on to ServiceNow's FSM for advanced scheduling and routing optimization. That's awesome. And so Fujitsu started this Flexforce offering, and really, you know, you were solving an issue for your own business, but you ended up partnering with uh, ServiceNow on this initiative, right? So how did that happen? How did that come about that you guys were able to inject and partner up with uh, Flexforce with ServiceNow? So we're, we've been a long-term, you know, ServiceNow partner, an elite partner for ServiceNow. And we, you know, support ServiceNow. And there's over 130 different regions that we operate today. 
so we have a very strong, you know, partnership and, you know, ServiceNow is, is very key as part of our service desk operations. So all of our CSM, you know, based business, you know, customer service management uh, areas of the business. We, we did develop FlexForce out of our own necessity. We were a Click customer. Click is one of the market leaders in terms of uh, routing and scheduling. And we actually used Click to do the routing and scheduling with ServiceNow FSM, field service management. And so we had that solution, you know, already combined today. And Click is, uh, is end of life. It was acquired and it's going end of life this, uh, this coming calendar year, 2023. And so we had to move off of that. We had to find an alternative. You know, the alternatives are you either migrate, you know, to a different platform or you find an alternative with the current platform, uh, which is doing, you know, providing us very strong services and experiences for our customers today. And so it was a no brainer that we wanted to partner, you know, with ServiceNow. We partnered through the, the new partner acceleration program and we've been working with ServiceNow for over two years on this, all, everything from the ServiceNow field service management business unit uh, all the way through the partner acceleration and design studios. To ultimately bring this product to market, uh, which we launched in August of uh, of this year, 2022. So, what challenges are customers coming and talking to you about that make you think, yes, this is the thing that we should be talking to them about, FlexForce? So, how how we developed this uh, product was we actually went out and Fujitsu is a uh, you know we've been in the field service management market for the last two decades as a a leader. So, Gartner Magic Quadrant, we're a leader in terms of you know, workplace services or end user computing or field services, especially went out and talked to over 30 customers to figure out what are the common kind of pain points that they're having, in addition to our own experiences, you know, internally being a field service management provider. With the shrinking talent pools that I mentioned, you know, with the increasing focus on, you know, greater employee experiences and customer experiences and a new balanced work styles that we're trying to achieve, you know, we're trying to be smarter you know, with everything that we're trying to do, uh, you know, and additionally, the businesses that we spoke to really are trying to be careful in terms of things like cost, you know, travel, both from an environmental perspective, but also from a bottom line perspective. And so, you know, those were some of the kind of the high level, I would say, themes that we saw out of the customer conversations, specifics, more specifics, I would say are, you know, we're seeing customers that are seeing significant penalties due to you know missed appointments. Uh, we're seeing customers that are breaching SLAs and they're losing business because of that. Or we're seeing field service businesses that have reputation damage or poor, from poor service. And so you know this hits them at the top line, but also at the bottom line. Um, and then we're seeing customers, you know, energy sector, utilities, they need to react much more quickly. And, and the customers were struggling with the ability to be more dynamic in the field. And Frankly, one size doesn't fit all anymore, you know, in the field. It's like, you know, this technician at this time of day at this location can solve this type of problem with this part depot. You know, that doesn't work anymore. And so customers need a much more flexible model. We have seen a significant area gap with customers in terms of parts and inventory management, which is part of, you know, something that we've added uh, within FlexForce. And then at this CXO level, when we talk to the leaders about what they want to see out of the field. You know, we're seeing things like CO2 emission challenges, you know, because the field is becoming more a pressing component as part of organizations. We're seeing health and human safety issues by, we just want to make sure everyone has, you know, kind of an equitable amount of work and that we have a happy workforce. And lastly, from a field agent perspective, the field agents that we interviewed, 
you know, there's always like an unbalance of workload and there's a dissatisfaction. They go home, you know, burning tons of overtime and they're just not happy in those roles. And so these are all the problems that we wanted to try and address through FlexForce as an add-on to ServiceNow FSM, Guild Service Management. A lot of stuff that you're trying to deal with there. So how does FlexForce differentiate itself from what ServiceNow offers and what other ServiceNow partners are offering? Yeah, I would say three key points, probably. You know, one, you know, Fujitsu isn't just an, a system integrator creating a capability, you know, for a customer. We are one of the largest field service management consumers of ServiceNow. So we bring that field service experience to ServiceNow's customers. We had our own, you know, homegrown systems in certain regions. We've had to migrate those to field service management on ServiceNow. That's a complex process. So you need a partner to do that. We have Click Software working with ServiceNow field service management, and we're, we're end of life and we're migrating that to field service management plus FlexForce. We've even had Oracle systems that we've had to migrate in some of our legacy environments. So that experience that we bring to the table in terms of field service management transformation and consulting experiences is ultimately one of the key pillars there. We uh, have deployed you know, one of the largest field service management environments for some of our customers globally. So not just internally, and that goes across like retail, public sector, energy and utilities. We're seeing really strong traction with ServiceNow now entering the Gartner Magic Quadrant as a provider in terms of field service management. We're seeing a significant uptake in terms of our customers looking and willing to adopt uh, some of these newer technologies. And we've done some of the largest deployments globally. And then lastly, as I mentioned, you know, we have been uh, a market leader for workplace services or end user services or field services for over two decades. So we really try and understand internally as well as externally, you know, what is going to drive the next generation of the field service business. So those are probably the three, you know, main points I would mention there. If you're looking at how we, you know, when we talk to our ServiceNow, you know, partners and we try to approach a subject with approaching a joint a client, you know, together with them doing joint account planning. Fujitsu is a ServiceNow partner and we're growing the FSM and CSM business. We are a ServiceNow lead partner. We have many references, you know, that are worldwide. We have internally invested in this. So this is a significant investment for Fujitsu, both to develop a capability and bring it to market. And we're seeing, you know, things like 25% performance improvements across the board. And we have also, we recently acquired a company called Enable Professional Services in 2022, and they're a market-leading ServiceNow advisory consulting and delivery services company, and their core focus is CSM and FSM. So we're putting all these pieces together with our experience to be the go-to you know, FSM partner for ServiceNow. Awesome. I can see how that experience of so many different systems and bringing them together can certainly help you. Could you provide any examples of where FlexForce has been implemented? Perhaps name drop some happy customers. So we're 60 days in, in terms of launching the product, but we have several early adopter customers and we also offer free trials for FlexForce. Um, I can't name the specific, but it's one of the larger home improvement retailers that we're working with. And we're utilizing FlexForce to help solve some of their complex scheduling challenges, as well as some of the inventory and part scheduling problems that they have. Additionally, um, just last week, we approved uh, full-scale migration of all of our Click environments to, you know, ServiceNow, FSM, and FlexForce. So, you know, we're here to use our own technology. And so we'll be doing 
that massive transformation internally. And we'll be bringing that, those templates and, you know, expertise that we can bring, you know, ultimately, you know, to the customer. I can say industry wise, we're seeing a lot of interest in utilities and energy, public sector, retail, uh, financial services and manufacturing. So it is quite ubiquitous across the different landscapes as to who, you know, is interested in, you know, a field service management type of solution. That's amazing. Uh, I've had the pleasure of working with uh, Fujitsu in three countries so far. So I know you guys have excellent global presence. In that context, if um, someone would say, oh, I know what field service management is. It's about a cable TV technician coming to your home and, you know, uh, scheduling the orders for them. How would you explain to such a person that it's not just that, it's far beyond um, just that feature uh, with next generation scheduler and other cool features? So if you could give some examples, um, that would be helpful. Field service management isn't just about technicians. Today, you know, you know, you think of a field agent and you think of a technician that they show up, they have the skills and parts, they do, you know, ensure that they have the right level of communication beforehand and that they'll arrive on time and that they'll have the expectation that, you know, they're going to be able to solve your problem. You're hoping that they can solve that type of problem. You know, what we're finding is that it's not just about a technician. We have customers that want, for example, a, a food uh, manufacturing company, um, they want to use uh, this tool to look at how do we optimize and route the delivery of products uh, to mom and pop stores um, so that we can maximize the revenue by having the right products on the shelf at the right time. And so what's the optimal route? And so think of that as trunk stock. How do we deliver trunk stock? We're seeing you know customers in the financial services domain that want to use it not from servicing ATMs, but making sure they have the right cash on hand in the ATMs. Uh, we're seeing in the healthcare sector, you know, home health services. How do we ensure that we schedule, you know, nurses and physicians based on, you know, critical health of, of patients? So we're seeing in our new world where everything, you know, many, many people are in operating in these distributed environments, you know, field service becomes a core component of how customers and companies are going to do business, you know, in the future and the, the type of business models and the type of services that they're providing is not limited to specifically a, a field technician. And so in those type of you know, customer experiences, you, know, you want to be able to provide things like predictive arrival times, you know, technician ratings, competencies. You want to make sure that you have a, an equitable amount of, of work that's spread evenly across your organization so you have happier employees. So there's a number of things that, you know, again, shifting from when I was uh, running our field organization in North America, shifting from that and carrying a tool bag to let's look at how companies can extend the way that they service their customers in the field. Yeah, the use cases are across uh, all the industries and sectors. Uh, so coming back to this offering that we were talking about, when people t you know look at field service management, they say, oh, it's about delighting customers. So how would this offering make sure that we're not just delighting customers, but also motivating the workforce? You mentioned a few examples about workload management earlier, but if you could um, expand on that a little bit. You know, the first thing when you think about optimize, you know, you think about optimize from what? Company perspective, top down, squeezing every single ounce of energy out of the organization. That's not what we necessarily mean by optimize. We want to include things like employee preferences. So we have things like preferred working schedules, flexible lunch breaks. Like I can't remember how many times we have technicians that just go 
from job to job. And then they have to figure out when do they squeeze in a very basic need like a, a lunch break. And so we actually schedule that and we'll have a window of let's say two hours and we'll try and minimize you know, the impact on both the customer and the field agent to make sure that we schedule it appropriately, that they're not breaking a task in half, things like that. We have you know easier stop time and start time. So where they drop off and pick up, we make it closer to the home or we can make it closer to the home. Uh, we have the equitable share of work effort, which I've talked about several times in terms of balancing workload. We have you know preferred co-working preferences. So when we talk about optimization, it's about optimizing from a top down, but also optimizing from a bottom up. And so we want to create you know a more inclusive environment for everyone to work in. You know, additionally, when I used to run the field organization, you know, we would operate and then we would get an SLA report at the end of the month and we would look, how did we do over the last 30 days? And then we would typically come down hard with very specific changes on the organization. We need more training. So we put everyone into training or we need to reprioritize our clients because this client is, is not getting the right service or we need to reduce staff because, you know, performance or customer sat in one area is, is not meeting our expectations. So we don't operate like that. When you talk about a dynamic field, you know, we provide specific business objectives that the actual business managers can use and or even the territory managers can use to actually tune how the schedule is working in real time. And so you're not looking retrospectively, you're looking at day by day or week by week trends, and you can actually change the way that the schedule works. So if, if for instance, you've overspent your budget, you can minimize overtime as one of your core business objectives, and you can actually tune that into the algorithm from one of our configuration panes. And so it allows the business managers and territory managers to be a direct driver in that business in real time. And that also is creating what is really cool is like a competitive nature between different business managers or territory managers, and they want to compete. They want to have that healthy kind of competition. And they, I'm getting back to my competition roots here. And ultimately, you know, they want to have, you know, a culture that has that camaraderie around it and it creates purpose and ultimately a strive for excellence for the field. That's very promising. Hey, Nicholas, man, there's a lot of information. We might have to bring you back because this is it's a wealth of information about field service management and flex force. It's very good stuff there. But I just want to give you a rundown of the jargon jar stuff and to be a technical guy. You did very well. You explained, you know, you said CSM, but you quickly corrected yourself, said customer service management, FSM as well. I appreciate you being very non-technical for our listeners and keeping it basic for them. Absolutely. And if you want to have me back, I can talk about quantum computing and, and maybe that'll get into some more jargon there. But I try I try not to, uh, to go down too complicated route here because at the end of the day, when we talk to our customers, we don't talk about quantum computing. We talk about business objectives and business outcomes because if you start going down the route of the technical route, it just customers are going to get confused. So it's a we're a plug in. We're an add on to service now. We're an advanced you know, optimization, scheduling and routing capability for customers. That's so great. And before we go, well, we had a couple more questions for you. One thing I want, you know, is just for our listeners, what's the biggest takeaway you hope the listeners learn about the FlexForce offering? I would say that, uh, you know, Fujitsu is here with FlexForce, not just to sell FlexForce. We're here to sell FSM, field service management. We're here to sell CSM. So our whole business is to use FlexForce with our ServiceNow partners 
to go in and change some of those conversations, look at customers that are maybe paying and using Flexforce as an opportunity. Let's try and upgrade them from a standard field service management module to a professional module. There's incremental revenue opportunity and quota that we can satisfy there. Or, you know, if you look at from a click customer, you know, we're here, we have the expertise to come in and solve that type of problem, you know, for you. And for customers that maybe are on a legacy version and maybe are using it, like how do we come in and really help them get more out of the field service management module plus, you know, the addition of the Flexforce. So the bottom line is we're here as a partner to help with all of these different types of scenarios. And, and we've got the expertise to support ServiceNow and your customers. Awesome. Then final question for you is, where can our listeners learn more about Fujitsu, the Flexforce offering? How can they get in touch with uh, you or Fujitsu to learn more? So because we're 60 days in, we're in the process of launching our, our landing page. It will be at uh, fujitsu.com forward slash Flexforce. But in the interim, you can contact us at Flexforce at fujitsu.com. And uh, we also have are working with you know heavily with the Partner Acceleration Program. So Ryan DeWall. You can contact him with Inside of Service now. I mean, we're jointly tracking opportunity pipeline. We report on pipeline on a weekly basis. We have KPIs. He's got all of the material internally available and linked, as well as ServiceNow has created additional assets, you know, around Flexforce and FSM uh, that are available as well. But worst case, uh, reach out to Ryan DeWall or myself, Nicholas.lee at Fujitsu.com. Awesome. Thank you, sir, again for joining us today. And for our listeners out there, if you have comments or questions for us or our guests, please email us at customerconnection at servicenow.com. Thank you. Thank you for joining the Customer Connection Podcast, where we share insights from the biggest ServiceNow influencers. Please join us for our next episode when we will build more customer connections.